The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today we have another reading, and I'm really excited to have Jenny here uh, with a really good question that she's going to share with you in just a bit for an intuitive reading. So Jenny, welcome. Hi, how's it going? It's going really well. How are you? I'm really good. I just entered into specific time zone. So today was an early day. We had a 9 a.m. Eastern call, which if you guys know, it's 6 a.m. So, you know, it's been a fun day so far. Oh my goodness. So did you also move Pacific? <laughs> no, we actually sold everything and we're on a nomading trip. So. Oh yeah. I think I, I remember seeing something about that. That is so exciting. So, but that's a little bit hard too, because if you're still plugged into other parts of the world, oh, that's got to be challenging. I think it's a nice casual way to get into it. Um, I used to fly coast to coast and that's a more abrupt way to get into new time zones. So the fact that we've mostly been in um, mountain time zone the past few weeks, you know, we just drove an hour West and now we're in Pacific. <laughs> so oh, it's, it's more gradual. Got it. Yeah. For me, it was Eastern to Pacific on a plane and then I'm getting really good at the conversions. But the one that surprises me is my Australian clients because I don't like long plane rides. And I always said, if I ever go to Australia, I'm going to stop in California first. And now, of course, mm. I live in California. So I'm like, yeah, I can go to Australia. But my Australia clients have pointed out to me, the time zone is actually further. Yep. And there's yep. just, this makes my brain do really, really, really uncomfortable things because <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand why I'm closer on the plane, but further in the time. But anyway, yes, yep. the good thing about people in Australia is that they're usually very good at figuring out the time zone conversion to my time zone and I don't have to stretch my brain too much. All right. So what would you like guidance on today? Well, it's perfect with everything we're talking about. The thing that I have been on the journey of is really learning how to surrender. And I come from an A-type personality background, um, go, go, go. And I've achieved a lot of success through that paradigm, through that way of living. And you know, I've, I've left corporate America almost two years ago, almost, and 
just being okay with this idea of surrender, but like understanding how does it all come together? Because I'm like, I want to work, just put me to work. But then at the same time, I don't want to be back in that busy energy that created a lot of the stress and rare. So really learning that paradigm there. I love that. So I think what I hear you saying is that you kind of let go of a corporate job, kind of trying to let go of that type A way of being, doing, 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 doing. And yet now when you feel like I'm going to go back to do work, I'm afraid I'm going to get sucked down that rabbit hole again. Yes. Because I think my ego craves some of it. My ego craves the the ability to be like, well, I did all of this. I spent my day like this, right? Like it craves some of that because that's how I achieved success in the past. But I know deep down that my path is pulling me a different direction. And it's just in this like, you know, the human brain how do I do this? Because it's like, sometimes I want the how to, and just to sit in the moment and be like, well, what does my higher self want today? Like, I still struggle with that and being like, okay with whatever unfolds there versus feeling like I got to go do something. And it's gotten better, but I'm still struggling with that a bit. And you're traveling cross country somewhat nomadically. Mm -hmm. So that in and of itself, of course, is an exercise in surrender. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have a plan? Do you know where you're going, where you're going to be at different times? Or are you just feeling into it? it it's a little bit of both. Uh, there's so much of me that has searched for the plan. But I've like as I've looked for places to stay, things don't unfold the way that I wanted them to. And then sometimes I get a little frustrated. But that's happened a couple of times where after the frustration, a couple of days later, you know, everything just unfolded. And I've had moments in the trip where three days before our time was ending to check out, I was able to find the next spot. And of course, if you don't have an exact plan, you can go anywhere, right? Like doesn't matter. You can go any direction. It may not be the direction you had hoped for or planned for. And right now we're actually booked out way more than I have been because things kept flowing and dropping in place. So that even that I'm kind of feeling like, oh man, I'm booked out. Now I don't have the ability to go a different direction. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I love how you are using your life to explore, you know, it's like you're, this whole thing is an exercise in life. And I also really want to honor your level of awareness because sometimes when we notice something like the fact that our ego wants to be busy, egos like to be busy. They like to justify themselves. And I think for a lot of us, we've been taught our value is in hard work. It's an effort. It's what we do, what we create, what we produce, right? Not just who we are. And your value is in who you are. Mm -hmm. You were born worthy. You will die worthy. You are a magical emanation, spark of the divine, right? And no one can take that away from you, but your mind will try. Mm -hmm. It will try. And that's what we've all been taught. So I love first and foremost, Jenny, that you recognize this and that you're so conscious and aware of that interplay as it plays out. And I think that's where your learning and growth is going to come from, from this experience, from that expanded awareness. And I just want you to give yourself some credit for that because a lot of people go through this blindly and they don't understand why one day they're busy and one day they're not busy and one day things are flowing and the other day things are not flowing because they're sending out the mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Whereas you're using your life to expand you, to help you to grow, to help you to see where you're hanging on, where you shouldn't be and learning how to release. So kudos for you. It's amazing. I appreciate that. And I mean, I I appreciate the reflection back on that because you're right. We do move so fast sometimes that we forget to recognize and realize and celebrate, you know, the steps we have taken and the journey 
that we have been on and the growth we have experienced. And I was just sitting, so we just got to a new a new town yesterday. And what was cool is it was only an hour away from our previous town. And we arrived, we were able to arrive early, right? So we got here, we got unpacked by lunch, which was phenomenal. Because usually, you know, you're getting there at six, seven o'clock, then you're unpacking and you're bed late and whatever. So I just walked around town and just kind of just let it unfold. And I went when I was sitting at a brewery and talking to locals and I was just sitting there just like so grateful, like, oh my gosh, this is my life. I'm so grateful for this. You know, and I have those moments, but I also have the moments where I think some of that, like, okay, got to get the business going, you know, like we've got some projects we got to do, got to get this going. Like I, I get into that energy, but I know that that energy doesn't serve me. But I think that's what I'm like trying to understand with the surrender is how do I trust the surrender? I mean, it kind of sounds paradoxical a little bit, but how do I trust the surrender to lead me down that path? Versus feeling like, okay, I've had two days of fun. Now I need to go work, you know, where it's kind of more of that like slave driver type of internal. You said so much that's so important. And again, shows your great insight. And I want to kind of feel into this because my brain is is going blank, which means the guides have something to say that I don't even know. Again, they want to honor you for the steps that you're taking. And they want to remind you that in breaking the record, that's what I see. You almost like broke a record. I see an old style record, like not a, not a world's <laughs> record. But in breaking that program and breaking that record, you're ready to play something new. It doesn't mean that you don't still have the music in your head, right? You still have the music in your head. Like you listen to that record so many times, just because you broke it doesn't mean you're not going to still remember how it sounds, how it plays. All right. But you took the first courageous step to break that record and it absolutely serves you. I don't get a sense at all that you're someone who's going to languish or you know, some people do take these big, I'm going to just throw everything behind and leap. And then they leap over the cliff and they're like, oh, shoot, I thought I had wings, but you know, <laughs> it's a long yeah, way yeah. down. I don't see that for you. And you know, that's not going to happen. As much as you surrendered, you also planned. Mm-hmm. I see that about you. So safety net is good. Everything's good. And also I sense that, but again, verify this within you. There's a deep knowing that this is what you were meant to do, that this is what you wanted to do. And it brings you great joy. Is that accurate? 3,000% and I have full body chills. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is, <laughs> friends listening, that is an intuitive uh, marker verifying that the information coming through resonates. Yeah. No, it's it's huge. And I think for you now, it's about when you notice old patterns coming up, there's a couple of things that are coming through on that. Number one, don't judge. Don't judge your former self. Don't Again, the, the song's playing in your head. Why wouldn't it play in your head? You have listened to it like thousands of times. So just notice it. Be aware of it. It's normal as we change that, you know, sometimes the tune gets a little bit louder before we can really change it. And sometimes too, there's parts of that tune that you still like and that you still enjoy. And, you know, again, if you're playing one record all the time so loud that you can't hear anything else ever, including your own inner wisdom, that's a problem. But if every once in a while you want to stick a record on in the background because it gives you comfort or because you kind of like the beat, see, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because you are in control. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. And, and what it brings up for me is a couple different scenarios that have kind of played out on repeat. You know, a scenario where I'm at home and I'm just calling home wherever we're staying because that's exactly what it is. So we're at home and I know I got to work today. And then I battle with working because I don't really want to work. I don't feel inspired to work. I don't really like, 
I'm not feeling that, but then that goes on all day. And then eventually it's like, and I push through and do it. But then it's like the times when I allow myself just if I am working to go to that cafe or go to that place, I end up working, but I end up meeting all these really cool people that open up different things. And so it's just interesting that, and sometimes frustrating that I continue to play out the thing that doesn't serve me as I battle in that moment, like I'm supposed to work today, you know, and instead of just letting it flow and surrendering. Remember that change is sometimes difficult and that it is normal to fall back into old patterns. And the trick when you find yourself falling into an old pattern is not to judge it or to beat it up or beat yourself up. Number one, the fact that you recognize the pattern means that your awareness has expanded because there was a period of time when that was your life and that was the only song playing and you didn't even know that it was a record playing right on the record player. Mm -hmm. You just thought that was who you are and that was life, correct? Yeah. Okay. So now that you can hear it playing in the background and recognize, oh, that someone turned up the volume and I'd like to turn it back down, right? That's the first step. Recognize it. Oftentimes when we hear that song playing, we go, oh my God, oh my God, make it stop. I know better than this. Why am I regressing? Blah, blah, blah. And what we really do is we turn the volume really, really, really loud on that and add a bunch of feedback as well. So it becomes extra unpleasant. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. So when you notice that, be kind to yourself, feel into it, ask yourself, is there anything, you know, that we could do right now to kind of, you know, move through this and don't go at it from a place of resistance or fixing or trying to change, just do it from a place of awareness, a place of noticing. And then you can also gently remind yourself, Hey, you know what, you know, we're on this adventure for this reason. And maybe we can just free things up to try a different way and see what happens. This record will always be there if I need to like reinvent it or, you know, reactivate it in my mind, but maybe I'm going to try a different way today. But do it with a little space, with a little sense of that sense of adventure that you have, rather than feeling like as soon as that record's playing, you know, that's it. I'm back to square one because you're not. Mm-hmm. So then the question that comes up is then what is surrender really? Because maybe that's feeding into this uh, cycle that I feel like I've been in because maybe I'm expecting surrender to look or feel a certain way and I'm not experiencing that. And therefore, it continues to play out. Right. And you said something before about, you know, it being paradoxical. It is, right? When you have this, I should work, I should work, I should work, I should do it this way. This is the way I've always done it. If I don't do it this way, I'm not productive, I'm not valuable, I'm not whatever. And then you think, oh my God, I shouldn't think that way. You have not surrendered. Hmm. Surrender means, oh, isn't that interesting? These thoughts are in my mind. Of course they'd be in my mind. They've been in my mind, you know, for many, many years. Let me just feel into that. Let me relax into that. Let me see where that needs to take me. Surrender does not mean you have to go down that rabbit hole, right? But surrender means you let whatever is be. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And the guides also say you, again, you're way far along this whole thing of surrender. And I think the thing that's really holding you back is a little bit of spiritual perfectionism, that idea that I have to, you know, be 100% surrendered 100% of the time. I have to, for you, it's important. I have to understand what that means. And you don't, because we don't do these things with our mind. We do it with our soul, with our spirit, right? But you don't have to get it right 100% of the time. In fact, there is no right 100% of the time when you're in human skin. It doesn't work that way. It's just about expanding your awareness and flowing into what is. And if what is, 
one day is a little anxiety over not getting your work done and falling back into an old pattern that you probably developed when you were a little kid at school and you didn't feel like doing your homework. Mm. Right. And being kind to that kid and being kind to yourself and having some humor and some joy with it. And then maybe, you know, offering yourself a different opportunity. And for you, I would offer the alternative as a, let's try this and see what happens. Right. Let's just try this and see what happens. I can always go back to that, but let's just try this and see what happens. When I made my cross-country move, right, from Connecticut to California, and I've been here two months, so it's very fresh and new, some people were like, oh my God, that's so extreme, that's so brave, that's so amazing. And, and I felt like, it, like you did. I felt a deep calling to do it. But I also recognized and said to people all the time, you know, I don't think Connecticut's going to close its borders to me if I ever decide I want to come back. Right. And who knows life? I I don't think so, but, but life is ever evolving. So we don't know where we're going to be. I only know what I need to do now. Yeah. Right. And if I moved to California and it didn't work out and I decided to go somewhere else or do something different, I wouldn't count that as a failure. I would just count that as another experience in my life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we take a step in one direction and it's not what we think it's going to be. And that's okay because we've gotten valuable information from taking that step. Yeah. And again, you feel deeply this is your step, but I think for you to release into, I'm, I'm learning to do something new that I've never done before and operate in a way that I've never operated before. And so it's okay to kind of play around with this and, and tell that rigid, scared part of yourself, let's just try this and see what happens. If it doesn't work, you won't get in trouble. And we can always go back to doing that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And I think there's been a lot of other things in my life that have reflected this in realizing and recognizing I've never experienced this either, but I've had some tough family challenges with what's going on in the world with lines in the sand being drawn. And, you know, and in those moments, you know, making that knee jerk, like uh, final absolute, like it's going to always be this way, but then realizing and like reeling that in and going, no, this is how it is right now. You know, just accept and know that it always can and may change. It may not change, but know that, you know, the timeline and that things are always malleable. I think that those types of things that have come up in life, while they've been tough with everything going on right now, they're continuing to demonstrate. That's what you just said to me. And it reminded me that those things are teaching me and reminding me. And even so, when certain patterns come up, I go, hmm, this is my mom saying that, or this is my grandma saying that, or this is a teacher saying that, being like, well, this isn't necessarily mine. And maybe this is something that's ruled my life or operated my life you know, in the way that I've reacted to things and and really analyzing. So that's what that just reflected back to me to remind me. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. And we all have those little patterns and little voices in our heads. And again, you know, sometimes you're going to get a little stirred up too, because you're going to get annoyed that those people are in there because you recognize on the highest sense, even though this is how life works for most people on the planet up until now, they really have no business in your brain. Right. Yeah. But they got there somehow and they got there somehow for most of us, if not all of us at some point, because that is that is how the plan of life has worked on earth up until now. But the trick is again to recognize it without judgment. You can have your feelings too. You can be like, this is so annoying. And sometimes too, you brought up another really important point. Sometimes too, when you feel that internalized mom voice in your head your reaction to that mom voice can sometimes be your your child, your inner child mm-hmm. going like, mom, get out of my head. And then you have another part of your inner child that's going, but wait, mom's got to be right. If I talk back to mom, I'm going to get in huge trouble, right? So 
becoming a little aware of those without, you know, making yourself crazy, but just being aware of what's playing in your head so that you can soothe yourself so that you can, and then you can reconnect with your purpose and say, okay, higher self, what do you want to do today? Which is what we started with, right? Yeah. Asking the higher self, what do you want to do today? And I love that. And I love waking up every morning and asking that question. And here's the thing, Jenny, some days you're going to get a really clear answer and you're going to flow with it. And other days it's going to be a little bit murky. But because you asked that question, you set the intention to live a more divinely guided life. Hmm. Right? Just got chills again. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just asking that question every morning because that's setting the intention. And when we set the intention, we're moving in that direction and we can trust that everything that comes in our path, whether it feels good or not, is in service of the intention that we've set because it always is. Hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And it once again, it's another confirmation for me of something that my husband and I just talked about. And it was in relation to family stuff, but also just my whole spiritual growth, personal growth, soul growth, all of that is just that the Jenny of the future, like the future Jenny in X amount of time from now, and because I don't want to set a time frame short or long in, in the future, you know, is going to be able to handle these situations with a whole new perspective, a whole new, like a light you know, a light inside of you. And even so, I almost want to claim like it's already happened. And I think that you've reflected that back. Like it's already happened and happening. Future Jenny is now. Yeah. That's the only moment we got. And might the future Jenny expand or continue to expand and grow and may her perspective continue to evolve? Absolutely. But the future Jenny is now. So I would focus on the times when you do have ease, joy, and grace in these relationships and in these patterns. And even where you don't, feel it. The fact that you're starting to, I want to get this from the guides. The fact that you're starting to feel into the constraints is a testament to your expansion. Hmm. Does that make sense? And again, sometimes we see the walls and we're like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm stuck. Mm -mm. You're seeing the walls. That's a good thing. You're expanding beyond that. Yeah. I appreciate this because I feel like, you know, this moment marks the shedding of some things that have kind of been like, still there, like some entanglements or some attachments that have been there that maybe I didn't know how or understand or wasn't ready to let go. But I feel like some of those have been let go, you know, from here on forward and going, ah, okay. Okay. Like, cool. Yeah. Cool. And I feel like the choice that you made to do what you're doing right now is not one that was understood by most of the people that raised you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And some of them might try, many of them do not try because they actually, if my, if my read is correct, they like to be opinionated. That's actually what they do best. It's just where they're at, right? So again, honor your bravery for doing this, but also like you're very clear in what you want to do. You may hang up the phone and feel a little rattled because that inner child has gotten a little activated by these folks. But at the same time, I don't think it's changing anything that you do or anything that you see. It's not hitting you at a core level anymore. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a way, I'm grateful that some of the separation uh, in the relationship with family has been made because I feel like it's given me even more space to embrace and and let go of things. So I am very grateful for that As, as hurtful as aspects of it can be, but knowing that anything can be repaired and I can send them love every day from an energetic perspective even if we're not like in physical contact at all. Yeah. And then we could do a lot on that relationship and maybe someday we will off recording. 
because there is there's an awful lot there. But for now, what the guys want to say is continue to honor your journey and honor your path and know that you don't have to be understood by others to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. sometimes as we grow, the people around us don't get it. And these are people that we're never gonna get it. It's just it's just how they're wired. They're very judgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just where they're at. And you've never been like that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I imagine it was always odd to you. Yeah. You might have kind of fallen along because you felt like this is the safer, easier way to go, but like you would never apply that to somebody else. It's just it's not part of who you are. It's just not your thing. But it is their thing. And I think what you're recognizing now is you don't want it to be your thing. You don't want to be controlled by that or impacted by that. And you don't want to dummy yourself down because other people have these narrow views of how things should be. Mm-hmm. And I just want to honor you in that. And I do think in the end, you may have a somewhat happy ending. But I also think it's hard because you're kind of seeing the limits of those relationships for the first time. And and that's painful, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And then you see what it was like when you were a child and that's painful. So again, when those things come up, be kind to yourself, but also know, and this is the big one the guides want to say, it's okay to limit contact with people in situations that don't serve your highest purpose right now. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to feel guilty about it. And you don't have to feel afraid. You have the support system you need around you and within you. And some of these relationships, calling a timeout is not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the confirmation. Yeah. It, it is a little tough because those old like patterns come in and you go, oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Well, says who, right? Like you're like, who says who it has to be that way. So that's a great confirmation. I think it also goes into the whole conversation of surrender that we've had. It's, it's another form of surrender, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, surrender is kind of a big theme for everyone all the time. No, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Now, something actually wants to come in, if you're okay talking about it, about your actual work. So I'm going to just get a second here. So what comes through is I want to bring you back to this following your joy. Because I think part of what you're trying to do and part of what, not trying, but part of what you feel called to do is sort of surrender to like, what do I feel like doing? What's the easy way? What's the joyous way? What's the expanded way of doing things? And I think that's intertwined with your exercise and surrender, mm. right? Feeling into things rather than thinking into things, allowing yourself not to have to control everything, but sort of surrendering to the flow of life and seeing what wants to happen through you. Does that make sense? Yep. Now you have a lot of tools and abilities from whatever work you used to do, and those are not dead to you now, okay? They're actually very important, and they're a very important skill set and tools that you will bring forward into whatever you do next. And the guides say you won't, but the guides say, even if you went back to that corporate job, you would now do it in a completely different way. You would take it less seriously. You wouldn't sweat the BS. You'd take it or leave it. And you'd actually be more effective. Hmm. Do you recognize that? I do. And those were the strongest chills of this whole call. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And so it's really not an either or. It's just a new way of doing things. And you already know what the new way is and you already know when it works. And it's sort of like I'm trying to get an image and the one I'm getting, I'm having trouble reading. So hold on. All right. They're going to change it up. That's good. It's like you think that there's this big mountain in front of you, right? And you think every time you have like an issue or a problem, or you kind of go back to anything that reminds you of anything that's an old pattern, you think that you're all the way at the bottom of the mountain. Hmm. Okay. But imagine if you're three quarters up a mountain, 
you can still see what's happening down below. Mm -hmm. So remember that. Remember, I'm three quarters up the mountain, maybe even almost at the top of the mountain, right? And just because I can see this, I'm seeing it from a different perspective now. I'm not lost in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's the emotions that make you feel stuck because they get activated, right? They get activated when something reminds us our body, it goes to that place. And it's very uncomfortable because oftentimes that place is childhood stuff, right? When we didn't feel seen or heard or cared for, when we didn't feel safe. And so be kind to yourself in those moments. Spend a little time with your inner child. Let her know everything's okay. Don't resist. Don't try to talk her out of it. And remember that this is getting stirred up because you have come so high, not because you are stuck so low. Okay? It's really important. Do you feel that? I do. And thank you because I've done that with business. You know, oh my God, we're starting back at the beginning. No, we're not. We've we've been doing a lot of things. So thank you yeah. for reflecting that back because I have done that repeatedly in business life, et cetera. Yeah, I think we all do that sometimes. And then the last thing that wants to come through with your business is this, follow your joy. I want you to make a list of the things that you're doing that you like, that are exciting, that are expansive, and make sure that you are focusing most of your energy on that, okay? Find the light and the life again in the work that you're doing. That's going to help you kind of transform it and also just keep finding the joy and excitement in it. A lot of us have conditioning that says if it's too fun, it's not productive. Mm -hmm. I would say most of us have that conditioning, right? Like stop playing, put down your toys, you know, play is like the, it's the best way of learning and fun is the best. That's how our soul wants to grow. Our soul wants to be in joy, but a lot of us have that conditioning, right? So for you, it's about rediscovering the joy in what you do. You don't have to force it. It doesn't all have to be fun. There are parts of my job I don't like, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing the job that I'm doing because it mostly brings me joy. And by focusing on what brings me joy, I expand that and I expand into that and I expand through that. Do you feel that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for you, it might be putting a list on, I mean, you're moving around, so maybe a notebook, not on the wall, but of the things that are really exciting and they can change too. So don't just, it's not like a fixed list. It's like, oh, today, these are the five things I'm really excited about, right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, it's those five things so that you can start to feel the excitement about doing it. That will really, really, really help. And remember too, you are in a place now where you're exploring the, how do I say this? The interplay between structure and freedom. And in life, we we do need a balance, right? We all need some kind of ex- internal structure. And we all want to experience freedom through that structure. Does that make sense? Yep, for sure. But you don't have to like give up all structure to be free. You just don't want to get lost in the structure because as Eckhart Tolle would say, there are no structures that are permanent. They're all, <laughs> they're all going <laughs> to crumble at some point. Right. And so it's really about learning to be flexible in our structures. That's what freedom's about. Does that help? Yep, it does. Thank you. And if you have the next three months planned out of where you're going to be and what you're going to do, and remember that tomorrow, all that could change. Mm-hmm. And that would be okay. But for you, the structure actually gives you some freedom because now you don't have to worry about where I'm going to be next. And you can flow into it and you can see what happens. And at any moment, if you wake up and go, I thought we wanted to go north, but now I want to go south. That choice is still available to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always is. I mean, that was 
just from the traveling perspective, you know, the United States is a very big place. You can go any direction. And although you may want to go to the Black Hills of South Dakota, you know, and things aren't looking that way. I mean, you could go any direction. We could yeah. easily drive six, eight, 10 hours and be somewhere that opens up a whole new realm of possibility. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's just because you went south instead of north doesn't mean that you won't get there eventually if that's where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend, this was so much fun. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for me. Yes, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think it was just perfect timing with everything going on. It's just perfect. Everything in perfect alignment. Cool. Is there anything else before we wrap up that you wanted to share, say, or ask about? Uh, thank you. That's what I'll say. Thank okay, you. I'll I take appreciate it. your time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks everyone for tuning in. I really think that there are a lot of themes in this conversation today that are relevant to a lot of the stuff that we say on the show, but also for the way that we all navigate life and we all navigate that process of learning more and more to surrender to life rather than try to control her. So thank you so much for bringing this question up because I know a lot of people are going to benefit from it. Yes, my pleasure. All right. And thank you as always to everyone for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.